Saturdays with Supper. It's your dude. It's me. It's Sean B. This episode of the SBP is brought to you by Anchor.fm. Anchor. Anchor. The Anchor app. Hey, that's where you want to go if you want to do a podcast. That's right. Their very easy creation tools make it so very simple for you to do a podcast at your leisure. Download it onto your phone, download it onto your computer, your PC, your tablet, whatever you want to use. And uh, very easily you could be doing a podcast in no time flat. Uh, It's super easy. And this is why I am doing a podcast. Because it's just so easy. And, And if you do it right, you can make money. You can make money from your podcast with a zero audience minimum listenership. Uh, a kind audience is all you need. People that are willing to donate to your podcast so you can make money doing the thing that you love. Talking about cats. Or talking about um, equipment. Talking about sound engineer. Talking about fucking cashmere sweaters. Whatever the fuck you want to talk about, you can do it on a podcast. And Anchor is the one that is going to help you out and do it, right? Get started today. Go to anchor.fm. Uh, it's free. It's free. What else do you want from me, huh? It's fucking free. Um, I got dates. This Thursday, June 16th, Winter's Tavern. in uh, That's in Pacifica, the dumbest named town in all of the world. Uh, Winter's Tavern uh, this Thursday, June 16th. Uh, I'll be doing comedy there. I will also be doing comedy... Out in Concord at the Concord Tap Room, uh, June 21st. I think that's a week from now. Um, what else we got? Oh, hey! Flying out to Maryland so Zed can do the Maryland Doom Fest. We are headlining the Saturday night, June 25th. We gotta play for a fucking hour and 20 minutes, dude. God damn the law! July 7th, comedy at the Boyles Bistro Blowout, downtown Hayward at the Bistro. Uh, July 16th, in Castro Valley, California, at the Center for the Arts. That is on the campus of Castro Valley High School. Uh, We are doing a big comedy show there, a benefit to raise money for the Center of the Arts, Center for the Arts, uh, headlining Paul Conyers. Is also on the bill. Mean Dave and Jeanette Marin. I am hosting. They finally announced the show officially, and it says Paul Conyers and Friends. Like fucking Paul had anything to do with putting the thing together. We'll talk about that later. Uh, <laughs> uh, July 20th, Comedy in the Park in San Jose. That starts at 5 p.m. I believe. I believe I'm first on the bill there. Um, July 30th in Santa Cruz. Hazards is playing the Urban Cellar. That's a Thursday evening. Hazards then is also playing in uh, Seaside, California. That's down by Monterey. Uh, September 2nd for the Deke Fest. I think we were playing the same day as uh, the Boneless Ones and... Um, shit, I forget who else is heading. Somebody, somebody like a decent band is headlining that fucking day. 
And then uh, September 17th, Hazard's playing the caravan. Lots of Hazard's playing. And that's what you do when you're in a fucking brand new band and you're kind of on the punk rock kind of thing. Also, as always, music heard here on the SBP is not owned, copywritten, or licensed by me or the SBP. We don't own the rights to the music, so don't try to come after me for your nonsense bullshittery, all right? Let's do a show. It's the Sean Boyles Podcast. Music, comedy, drums, life, burritos. You're... Has your athlete's foot ever gotten so bad that you're scratching your ankles? What's up, nerdies? It's your dude. It's me. It's Sean Boyles. Welcome to the Sean Boyles Podcast. Episode 144. What's up, dirty dirties? How are you doing? um, A standard issue podcast today, I think, for the most part. Recapping what's going on, talking about some things, um, you know, spilling my guts, a little reaction of the week maybe, a little uh, a little earworm, a this or that. Oh my God, we got all the things. We have all the things. Uh, first and foremost, I want to... Um, I want to give props where props are due in the uh, making me feel like I'm a person, making me feel seen, making me feel like I matter in the world and people want to make sure I'm okay. Props out to Kaiser Permanente for sending me my poop kit. About last week, I got a I got a notice from Kaiser, them letting me know that they are going to send me a thing in the mail regarding a test, a self test, or 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 a thing that I can do, and I can send back to them so they can check out my colons. In order for me to check my colons, they need to check my poop. And so they're letting me know that they're going to send me a kit so I can send them back my poop. I got the kit last yesterday. I haven't had a chance to um, to go through the paces of, of what I need to do to send them my poop. But um, I will let you know all about it. <laughs> We're going to get shitty probably on the next episode. Me telling you all about how it went sending Kaiser my poop. So uh, there's that. That's what's going on. I mean, that's, where, that's, the, that's the milestone I've achieved in my life. Is that um, they want me to send poop in the mail. Um, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Um, man, I've been rehearsing my butt off. Uh, lots of rehearsals the past, um, this past week. Uh, Wednesday night had a rehearsal with Zed. 
went down there. Uh, we got to play. So, you know, we got Maryland Doomfest coming up. And um, and Zed's got to play for an hour and 20 minutes. That's what they uh, have asked us to do. And since I've been in the band with Zed, um, that's the longest set we've been asked to do. And from what it sounds like, the guys are telling me that this is the longest set that they've ever had to do. They've never needed to play over an hour. Uh, so we're going through shit. We're getting things tight. We're trying to um, make sure that we can fucking play for an hour and 20 minutes as they have asked. So, uh, And it's getting down to it. Um, we can't miss any rehearsals. In fact, I think we're adding a couple. And, and and so this past week, we rehearsed Wednesday. And then, you know, so I got to drive all the way to San Jose. Wah, wah. So I rehearsed Thursday or, or, or Wednesday with Zed and then turned around Thursday night, had a rehearsal with Hazards because Hazards was going to be playing on Saturday night. And then turned around on Friday night and had another rehearsal with Zed. So... um and then the show on Saturday with Hazards. And uh, just so a lot of drums being played. Lots of uh lots of sticks being broke. Lots of energy being expended. And uh I feel all right with the world. It it's a it's I've been busy. I've been tired. But I feel okay because whatever frustrations and bullshit and in uh, negative energy absorbed throughout the weeks, I have easily been able to uh, get it out of my system, be it that I get to sit behind a drum kit and uh, hit shit with a stick. So uh, I'm 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 stoked that I'm got this much playing going on right now it's actually i think i would um i don't think i would be doing too good if i wasn't playing uh, like in the middle of in the deep darkest depths of uh the world ending and there wasn't a lot of drum playing going on it sucked fucking sucked but uh now that the world seems to be more or less back to normal there's Alameda County just passed to go back to wearing masks bullshit for the inside. And um, most places, most places aren't really giving a shit. Like, like I go into Home Depot and, um, you know, all indoors is supposed to be, uh, regardless of your vaccination status, all indoors in Alameda County is supposed to be you're supposed to be masked up. If the employees at the Home Depot are not wearing the mask, I don't think they're enforcing such a rule. So, um, and I'm starting to, I'm starting to be on team. Masks don't fucking work anyway. So, um, I'm sure they help. And I'm sure if you're wearing one, maybe you're not spreading or you're not absorbing. I don't... Ah, fuck. I don't know. I just don't like wearing them. I know nobody likes wearing them. But, um... I, I, gotta, I gotta be honest. I do feel like a dickhead when I look around and everybody's wearing one. And I'm not wearing one. Um, 
But I don't fucking. I mean, my my wife just ordered a bunch of. Maybe I should snake a few because I don't have any. <laughs> the one that I did have, I can't find as of a couple of days ago. So um, maybe I should just fucking step in line and stop being a fucking prick and um, wear a goddamn mask, eh? Why don't you wear your fucking mask, there, jerk face? Uh, <laughs> I don't like. I said I'm on the fence whether it works or not. It, it seems like um, if you have the right one, maybe it does work. But I don't have. I got one. I think that's okay, but it fits so tight on my fucking face that it fucking sucks. Anyway, uh, so Saturday, uh, Saturday we had the show Hazards play at the Elegant Pub in San Jose. If you've been a fan of the podcast and if you listened, um, this is the place where I got in a little bit of trouble for asking them to turn the lights off. Um, same lights were set up in this place as last time. I was very tempted to reach up and just pull the plugs on all of them. However, I didn't. And I didn't ask for them to be pulled, turned off. However, so there was three. there's three... There's one light that sort of strobes and flashes and shoots like little laser beamy lights. That one was in the middle. And then there's two other ones that sort of just sort of pan through different colors, right? So it's not like, you know, it's not flashing and it's not moving with sound. The one in the middle moves with sound. That one sucks dick. So I reached up and I unplugged that bitch. It was right above my head um, uh, where I had my drums set up for the night. So I just reached up <laughs> right before we played and I unplugged that bitch. It's just, they're just cheesy. They're fucking cheesy. I hate them. I don't like the lights, man. But uh, we had a good show. Um, you know what's funny? You know what's happening to me? Um... I this is the, the second show that I've noticed that I've done it and I've only noticed it because I've been told the last time I noticed because I filmed myself and I noticed uh I'm I'm playing the songs too fast. I'm playing too fast. I used to never like a lot of times you go see a band and you see them play live, you know, the songs are a little faster than they are on the recording. And it's usually due to the fact that the band is just so used to playing them that they don't realize they're playing them faster. It feels comfortable to them because that's what they've rehearsed. That's what they're doing. They haven't checked back to make sure they're playing the tempos that they recorded. And you never, you don't notice it. You don't even notice. And then sometimes, this happens a lot, adrenaline for performing makes it so that you're playing the songs a little bit faster, but that adrenaline is making you play it faster, but yet you're not noticing that you're playing it faster because the adrenaline's making it feel like you're playing the fucking tempo that it's supposed to be. So, and it just it's just kind of a natural human thing. Over the years, I have not done this. I have not been the type of player that lets the adrenaline dictate how slow or fast the songs are going to be. And I've always been pretty good about, about playing the songs and tempos that they're supposed to be. I've noticed as I've gotten older 
I'm getting a little loose with this kind of stuff. I'm uh, playing things. I think there's a breaking point where the what the if it's really slow. Um, maybe I'll play those songs maybe even slower. If it's a slow tempo, they end up being slower. If it's mid to to to, to a push tempo, maybe things get pushed a little faster. And for hazards lately, I have been playing the songs faster. And I remember Joey came over after like maybe the second or third song, and he just came gave me the gave me the go kart slow down signal. And I said, "Oh, am I going too fast?" He's like, "Yeah, you're pushing the tempos a little bit." I said, "Okay." And I thought that I took what he said, and I was playing the songs slowed down but apparently i'm not so definitely need to double check what the fuck i'm doing um one of the songs that we're rehearsing for zed i keep getting told that i'm playing the song too fast and i'm pretty sure i'm playing tempo that we recorded the song because it's one of the songs off of the uh, volume record and Greggy keeps telling me that I'm playing the chorus too fast, and I really don't think I'm playing the chorus too fast on a song called uh, Hollow Men. So anyway, just I, I gotta gotta check myself before I wreck everybody else's self. Make sure I'm doing the shit that I'm supposed to be doing. Uh, so yeah, uh, so we headlined this uh, elegant pub show. We played last. And uh, I guess there was a bunch of uh, sort of uh, confusion and or scrambling to have bands play the show. A couple bands had dropped out when it first got booked and they got replaced. And some of the bands that got replaced had to bail out last minute. Uh, So I don't I couldn't tell you who the fuck played. Although there was one band. Oh, this band uh, Choking Game, the band we played with them a couple weeks ago at the caravan and they got added to replace one of the bands that bailed. Uh, they actually, I think, opened the show, uh, and I actually got to meet them because I didn't meet them when we played with them a couple weeks ago. I actually extended the hand, hey, my name's Sean, and I uh, got to meet these folks, uh, good people, and um, they're from Martinez, East Bay folks, Con- uh, Contra Costa County folks, Crankard County, as we like to say, um, Coco County. Um, they were cool. Uh, like I said, kind of a grindcore esque type of band, although they do have a bass player. Um, but just cool, cool people. They fucking go for it. They're fucking got some pretty, um, pretty belligerent type of uh, aggressive music. Um, uh, there was another band that played. Um. And what I know, what I, I took special note of this band because they were really young. They were really young. I think they were called um, Garro, G A R R O. And they were from San Leandro, which is bananas to me because that's just right over the hill from where I live and uh, literally next town over. And. Um, Young guys, young guys, like 17, 18, 19, like in that range. Uh, except for the drummer, who was 14. Dude was super young. 
And I only noticed that he was that young because I got a little jealous because his mom and dad were helping him lug his drums around. And I made the com- I've, oh, I made a comment, but I think I did it in a way where it didn't sound like I was being a dick. I literally said, hey, this is awesome. I wish my parents would have roadied for me back in the day. And like when I said it, I realized, oh shit, that could that probably might sound like I'm being a dick. But I really wasn't being a dick. I like was genuine when I said it. And I ended up talking uh to the I don't I don't even remember what the kid's name was. Uh but I talked to the father, and he's not much older than me, you know, maybe I mean he was talking about going going and see seeing Slayer. Like way back in the day, you know, in the early days, because he was from Los Angeles, and now he lives up in the East Bay, uh, lives in San Leandro. So, um, so yeah, I thought that was interesting because he was talking about you know going to see Black Flag and and uh, going to see Slayer and all this shit when he was young, you know, and and he looks like, you know. You know, he's got a little, he had his little dumb dad hat and his fucking glasses. And, you know, he looked like a dad. Didn't look like he used to be a fucking thrasher. You know what I mean? So, um, but his kid's a fucking thrasher. The cool thing about this show was, like, there was kids there. It was an all-ages show. And there was a lot of kids. Like, kids, childrens. They were at this show. And uh, I was joking that I was the oldest guy in the joint. I think this guy's dad, fuck, what was his, I think his name was Mark. I think he was actually a little bit older than me. Uh, but it was just cool, man. And they were like, they were totally supporting their son. And I guess that he said the son's got another band that he plays in, like a metal band. And these guys, they started the song, like, they're called, like I said, they're called Garro, G-A-R-R-O. And... They opened up their set like he had a little uh, a little thing behind him, like a little sequencer type thing, and he pulled up a little thing, and it was like some Latin fucking. He started playing some crazy ass Latin beats. Like it was like, and, and they opened up their set with this total like cumbia fucking. I don't know what the fuck it was. It was a very Latin thing. And they kind of did a goof sort of thing on there. But Homeboy was playing some legit shit on the drums for that kind of music. And then it went into a fucking blast beat. And dude started fucking doing death metal growl over the top of it. And then just yelling and screaming over everything. So, you know, fucking kids, man. They don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? If if kids are young people doing a band at that age, they're going to play whatever the fuck they want to play. And they're not really worried about you know, fitting into a genre and they're literally just kind of doing shit to have fun. And these kids were the pit all night because there was that band, the band that played after them, they all shared the same gear. And, uh, and it was cool because like they all sort of were supporting each other and they all pitted hella hard, like all night, you know, and we're, I mean, we're not talking about fucking gnarly circle pits. We're talking about, you know, 30 punk rock show, fucking five, six, seven, eight people in the pit at one time. You know what I mean? Uh, But they were having fun, blowing off that steam, blowing off that energy. 
you know, teen angst, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And by the time we played, everybody was gone. <laughs> there was a few people still hanging out. Some of those kids were still there. And uh, they, you know, but by the time we were done with the set, which is a fucking 25-minute set only, um, wasn't, a lot, wasn't a lot of people there. So, uh, but, but that's fine. But I was stoked on, and I told dude, I'll say, hey, you know, I was kind of goofing that, you know, you were helping your son out. But actually, I actually mean it. Like, you know, I'm, I, I, I'm appreciating what you are doing for your son because I got super lucky when I was younger that my parents supported me, um, you know, first couple of shows, you know, the old man drove, you know, packed up my drums in the back of the truck and drove me down to the, to the gig, you know. So I remember those days and then, you know, they stopped doing it because I don't know, somebody got a thing that we could take one of the guys in the band had a van or something. And it stopped being something that, you know, where my dad was having to take us um, or take my drums. But then um, I think the old man and my mom saw maybe one or two shows of that first band I had way back in the day. And um, and then by the time they came and saw a Lickestow show, I think they were already divorced so, um, you know, the old man came to one show and was pretty blown away by the crowd response that we were getting and the fact that we had the place fucking sold out and it was packed. And uh, he was very surprised about that because, he, you know, as he said about Lickestow, he's like, I can't believe you guys are combining the two worst forms of music that ever were in that we were doing metal and rap at the same time. The old man thought that was a dumb idea <laughs> and some would agree with you old man some would agree with you there's not everybody that's fucking on board with that so anyway props out to uh god i think that was the band god i'm almost positive uh but props out to them for um you know for fucking uh, or you know drummer Drummer kids, parents, props especially to them for supporting your boy and um, getting his gear. Dude, they literally were his roadies. Like he was, he didn't move his gear out of the fucking venue. His parents did, and they folded it all up and put it away and put it in the cases and put it in the car. Like they took care of his drums for him. It's fucking great. I was super stoked on that. And like I said, I told the guy, I was like, dude, I. I really appreciate what you are doing supporting your kid because I I had that support. I feel like I had that support at least with uh the idea of me playing drums from the old parentals. So that was rad. Um the other day moving on. Uh, I've, been, <laughs> I've been listening to this uh I've been listening to this podcast called called Dudesy. It's um it's Will Sasso, Will Sasso from Mad TV. He was the big fat guy, and uh, he's really good at the impressions, especially if they're fucking wrestling dudes. He can do fucking. He can. His Stone Cold's not that great, but he can do a really good Hulk Hogan. He can do a really good Macho Man Randy Savage. He can do an amazing fucking Jesse the Body Ventura. 
He does The Rock, but it's only okay. And the Stone Cold Steve Austin is only okay. Um, but he does a fucking bu- bunch of impersonations on this podcast. But So this podcast, Dudesy, it's really interesting. Uh, apparently, as far as they're concerned and what they're pushing is, Dudesy is the first podcast to be run and produced entirely by artificial intelligence. So this little dudesy voice comes on and explains what's going to happen for the show, and he'll instruct Will Sasso and uh, the other guy whose name escape, escapes me at the moment. Um, you know, you know, he'll ask them, you know, he'll prep them for next week, say, oh, next week I'm going to need you guys to do this. Um, but then, you know, he allows time, you know, he tells... This is what we're going to do today. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. You know, t- but he's got a weird little voice, the dudesy uh, AI, whatever. And apparently uh, the two guys, Will Sasso and the other guy, have given up all their passwords and have let dudesy have access to all their internet stuff. So all their social medias, uh, all their Netflix watching or any of their you know streaming services, Anything that they do online, Dudesy knows what they're doing. So, and they've done this so that Dudesy can um, sort of uh, put together data on what these guys are up to and what they're doing, and potentially come up with ideas for the show. And um, sometimes he says, "Oh, you know, due to text messages that you've sent, you know, your friends, I have, I want you to tell the story about this." And, and, you know, especially Will Sasso. Yeah, I need, Will, I need you to please tell the story about this and do it in the voice of these, of this guy. And Will Sasso's like, that's not a thing. That didn't happen. You know what I mean? And so he ends up fucking improving a story based off of this thing that dudes he thinks happened. Anyway, very interesting podcast, especially with that sort of uh, production thing happening. But, when Dudesy is ready to move on to the next subject, he comes in. Moving on. And it's just, that's, I told you all of that because I said moving on a little while ago. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> fuck. Over the weekend, uh, starting on, actually starting on Thursday, probably. I don't know why. I don't know what it was. Um. I got this weird pain in my foot, like on the top of my foot. And it was this weird, it felt like a bruise. Like It felt like I dropped something on the top of my foot. I did not drop anything on the top of my foot, but I had this weird pain like I had dropped something on the top of my foot. And it lasted like, through Sunday and finally Monday it started feeling a little bit better but I noticed that even with this pain on the top of my foot my middle toe was going numb so I would assume I had some weird sort of cramp type pinched nerve scenario I don't know what the fuck but it's just it's so bizarre in the getting older on like the shit hurts 
I mean, I joke about it all the time about everything hurts, but it's not a fucking joke. Like, things fucking hurt. My elbow was hurting the other day. No, I mean, I have been playing a lot of drums, so I figured it might have been something that I did while I was playing. But I just had this weird, like, if I straightened my left arm all the way out, I was feeling this little pang out of my elbow. Just bizarro shit, man. Just goofy, goofy shit that I don't understand. You know, I ain't no fucking doctor, so I don't know. Uh, I don't know about it. Um, <laughs> uh, one more thing before we get to uh, a thing. Um, apparently, I don't know how to boil eggs. <laughs> This is how fucking lame I am in the kitchen or having anything to do with making food. I don't know anything. I can scramble an egg. I could fry some bacon. I could brown some ground beef. I can do a patty. I could do a hamburger patty. That's about it. That's about it. I can make a sandwich. And apparently, I can't boil a fucking egg. So, um, the wife has been uh, taking hard-boiled eggs to work. She pulls them out on the... I think she eats them on the BART train. <laughs> Stinking of them. She's probably pissing off everybody on the BART with these fucking hard-boiled eggs. Um, but she puts it like... Three or four eggs in a in a pot, boiling them, and then she jumps in the shower. For some reason, in my mind, I had it that the egg only needs to boil for three minutes. I don't know why I had that in my mind, but I had that in my mind. And so, uh, while she was in the shower, I shut off the boiling water after about three or four minutes. She came out of the shower to check her eggs, saw that I had turned the burner off, and she said, what are you doing, she says. I said, oh, well, you know, it had been about, you know, three or four minutes, so I figured eggs are done. No, and she, she, she got mad. Well, she didn't get mad, but she was like, you know, just don't fuck with my eggs, yo. <laughs> Apparently, she likes them to run for about 10 to 12 minutes. Because then it fully cooks everything in the egg. Um, and then um, and then she runs cold water on the eggs. And after the cold water has been on the eggs for a little while, and she kind of thrashes the eggs around in the pot, and it breaks up the shell, easily is able to peel the shell, puts it in a Tupperware, and she's ready to go to work. So... An apology was was made most of the morning by me to the wife because I fucked up her eggs. Because I don't know what the fuck I am doing in the kitchen. This or that. 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 
Oh, yeah. Uh, this week's This or That. Um, a little game I started with a friend of mine years and years ago. Probably now 20 years worth of text messaging. <laughs> Feels like 20 years. My, my, that shit might even be 20 years of um, either this thing or that thing. What do you got? And it's usually those two top things of anything. This week's This or That is... Uh, and I post these on my uh, my Facebook page and let my friends sort of argue about what they're into. Nobody really goes after anybody, which is great. But um, everybody's likes to throw in their third alternative of, of the two things. And, and I'm getting a little sick of people not being able to read fucking directions. It's this one or it's that one. It's not the other one. You don't get to throw in a third one. There's a reason why it's those two. And this week, the the two, because I feel like they're sort of one and the same. You're either one, you're into one or you're into the other. They kind of do the same thing. They each are a little bit different, but they do the same thing. Uh, your, your, Your music streaming service, do you go Spotify or do you go Pandora? Which one do you listen to? Uh, Spotify, uh, if you, you know, if, if, if you don't pay for it, you get songs, you can play songs, uh, you can't play an album in its entirety or in the order that the song, uh, uh, that the album is, and they'll throw in random songs and you'll get a commercial every five, six, seven songs or whatever they do, right? Uh, and then of course they have all the, uh, you know, they're getting into the podcast game. There's a lot of podcasts. I think almost every podcast, that, my podcast is on Spotify. So um, that's the, you know, one would say the leg up that they got on uh, on Pandora. Pandora doesn't have podcasts, but uh, Spotify does. Uh, every song you could possibly imagine, you can listen to, and you can sort of curate your own sort of playlists if you want. Um. And you can either you could pay for a premium thing and don't get any commercials, or you can. Uh, uh, well, they have a, a. I think they got a standard and a and a premium. I forget. I think I just have a standard because I don't get any commercials on there, but I don't really use it a lot. Oh, I might have just said why or who I picked. Oh my gosh, I'm fucking up my own thing. But then you got Pandora. You know, Pandora. Um, you can't necessarily. Listen to albums on Pandora. I can't pull up and say, hey, I want to listen to all of South of Heaven front to back. Can't do that. But you pick a band, and then the algorithm goes in. Well, if you like this band, you probably like this band, and it'll play um, play things as uh, as it seems fit. And then you can thumbs up or thumbs down a song. And then over time, you can sort of curate uh, curate Pandora to play exactly what you want it to play. Uh, it's a little bit more involved because you got to be a little bit proactive about uh, liking or disliking music, uh, be it that it plays whatever the fuck it wants to play. But at the same time, if you put in that sort of time, you can get it to play exactly what you want it to play. Um, yeah, and I, I don't like that, you know, 
if if you pull up an album on Spotify and you're not you're not paying the fucking the top tier scenario, it'll play maybe three songs of a record, and then it plays another song from something else that they think is in the ballpark, and then it kind of goes on a random thing, and you can't curate it to play exactly what you want to play. Um, so. I like Pandora better. I li- I do use Spotify, but honestly, I use it pretty much only to listen to Rogan. Uh, I don't use it for music. Um, so, yeah, I use Pandora more often than not. And lately, I got to be honest, lately I have been, and I maybe should have, maybe I should have done a, did a three-way Um because lately I've just been using the Apple has been doing a good job of doing a good shuffle. And, um, you know, if you pull up your Apple music on your iPhone, it'll say you like mine says Sean's radio. And if I play Sean's radio, Sean's radio plays all the songs that are in my fucking library. And a couple little things that they think might be songs that I like based on the songs that are in my library. So it's kind of figured out what I made Pandora do. So even though I picked those two things to see what you guys think and got mad that you guys were picking a third alternative, maybe I do like the third alternative better. (laughs) Fucking hypocrite, motherfucker. (laughs) What a jerk face. But, um, I mean, but I did, but what, so I have, and I've, I've definitely talked about this before on the podcast. I got like seven or eight different stations that I have diligently programmed on Pandora. Uh, and then I put those on shuffle and then I can get, it plays pretty much exactly what I want to hear. Um, and then on top of that, they got a comedy fucking, they do, you know, if anybody's got a comedy record and you can curate a comedy thing. They don't throw in when I do the shuffle. My comedy station doesn't get thrown into the shuffle, which is good because, you know, I don't want some wild ass bit coming on in the middle of listening to music. If especially if I'm listening to music and I'm at a customer's house and you know they're hearing, you know, you well, if I'm at a customer's house, I'm probably not putting Pandora on the full blown shuffle. Because it might be a little too wild, you know, hearing Napalm Death and then NWA and then, you know, David Allen Coe and hearing some fucking wild shit from any of, you know, might not, might not be too slick for the workplace environment. So, um, so yeah, Pandora's my pick. For the this or that of the week. Alright. How do you like them apples? Let's do this. Oh, wow. What did I just listen to? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dirties of all ages, uh, this week, uh, reaction of the week, uh, I, well, as I do every week, I like to find songs on the billboard charts specifically the Billboard Hot 100. And as a lifelong huge fan and knuckle-dragging metalhead, 
I like to listen to these songs on the pop charts and laugh at them because they're usually, in my opinion, fucking terrible. And, um, you know, and I don't get most of it. I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. Uh, I had to go down the charts this week. Uh, I tried to pick shit out of the top, you know, at least the top 10. But I think this is like 21 or 22. And I only picked it because I'd never heard of the artist. Don't know anything about him. And uh, it's on the charts. It was a higher ranking song a few weeks ago. But now, like I said, it was 21 or 22. I don't remember. Um, And I don't have my fucking glasses. And I can't see who the hell this is. Uh, the The song is called Numb Little Bug. And the artist is M-E-M, Behold, like B-E-I-H-O-L-D. M, Behold, or is it Behold? I don't know. Behold, 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 Behold. Anyway, I don't know who the fuck this person is. I don't know if we got a dude, we got a chick, whatever. But let's check out Numb Little Bug by M, Behold, Behold, Behold. It's not behold because it's not B E H O L D. It's B E I. So is that be behold and behold? I don't fucking know. I don't feel a single thing. Have the pills done too much? Haven't caught up with my friends in weeks, and now we're out of touch. I've been driving in LA, and the world feels too big. I think these pop artists, the these chicks, are copying each other too much with that. Like with that song and singing style. See if you feel the same as me. Do you ever get a little bit tired of life? Like you're not really happy, but you don't wanna die. Like you're hanging by a thread, but you gotta sit Like your body's in the room, but you're not really there. Like you have empathy inside, but you don't really care. Like you're fresh out of love, but it's been in the air. I'm a past repair. Why does that got an 80s feel to it? I enjoy the um, music doing the melody that the vocal is doing. Like, the prescription's on its way with a name I can't pronounce and the dose I gotta take. Boy, I wish. But yeah, what's that singing style now? Like, we're the over enunciating of, of vowel sounds in words. Who started doing that first? Like, it seemed like that was a thing that like some alternative type singers were kind of flirting with or indie or something, and now it's it seems like everybody's doing it. The uh, the vocal fry fucking um, 
almost yodel. Like, like Alanis used to do that, right? All right, M. That was a weird way to end a song. But, uh, sure. Sure, why not? But yeah, that, that over, like, you know what I'm saying? The, the over enunciation of the words, um, like, it's a style in hip hop, too, sometimes. Um, and usually white dudes do it. Like, white MCs do this sort of goofy over enunciation of the words in a sort of styly kind of thing. And, um, I don't know another way to describe it besides over-enunciation. Like, instead of going begging, they're going to say begging. Like, really hit every, you know, instead of intergalactic, it'll be intergalactic. Like, very, you know, I don't, I don't know. Like, very, I don't, like I said, I don't know if I'm describing it right, but, um. I don't know. It's a weird style. I don't like it. <laughs> it just doesn't sound cool. It sounds nerdy. I don't got nothing against nerds, but fucking music's supposed to be cool. I guess nerds need music too, but stop it. <laughs> do, do, do something else. Do math problems or something. Do something, do something that nerds do. Don't... Don't start making music and start pronouncing shit correctly. What's wrong with you? Stick to your nerd shit. Collect your fucking bugs. Well, this song is called Numb Little Bug, isn't it? Collect your things that you collect. Your fucking Magic the Gathering cards and your nerd shit. Go to go to your comic con and dress up like a fucking woodland fairy and you know don't do, stop doing music that's for the cool kids for cool kids and moody kids nerd kids stop it you're overthinking the music and you're making you're over enunciating your words all proper and shit about the way you're talking you probably don't even swear. And that's motherfuckers you, you don't trust. <laughs> Making songs when you're not swearing. and you're. She sounded like, fuck, this chick sounded like um, Olivia Rodrigo. Like, Olivia Rodrigo at least sounds like she's fucking depressed. And she's going through some shit. This is like, I don't know. Ah, fuck it. Whatever. I don't give a shit. Uh, I've been hearing a lot of noise about, um, and it's usually because of the podcast I listen to, and it's the same guys on every other podcast, and they'll get on each other's podcasts, and and um, and of course Rogan talking. I, it's probably I've heard it more on Rogan, and he starts talking to scientists, and he'll fucking ask them about this like every time the Neuralink thing, the whole idea about Neuralink that uh, Elon Musk is uh, going on about the fact that he feels like we're going to get to a point where 
uh, through through the machines, we will be able to talk and communicate with each other without actually speaking. Um, and 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 before that, it'll be we'll be able to make machines do things without speaking because we're hooked up to the to the thing, to the to the link, and our minds are going to be. We'll be able to make things happen with our minds because we're all tapped into the system. We'll be able to make the car drive. And and, 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 and and thinking about that act specifically is what makes me think that I don't know if this will work. Because here's where I was, here's where I'm at with the whole thing. Like, like I know, so if I'm, if I'm telling my car to drive and go down the road, slow down, speed up, whatever I'm telling the car to do with my mind, I know when I'm driving and I'm sitting there and I'm physically doing the stuff and I'm slowing down and I'm reacting to the thing as I would because I'm feeling the road and all that shit and I'm seeing the fucking station wagon hit their brakes in front of me and so I don't fucking plow into them and send their groceries flying all over the freeway. I stop or slow down so I don't rear end anybody or, you know, or or, or somebody takes a wild fucking... Uh, lane change and I got to slow down because it fucking, you know, they almost hit me or I got to swerve out of the way for whatever, like all these reactionary things that we do that we do at a split second. I'm usually snapped into those decisions after I just got done fucking daydreaming about something else as I'm driving. Now, if I'm all Neuralink hooked up and I start fucking my mind starts drifting and free floating and thinking about this, that, and the other. How does the fucking system know that I'm not driving it, that I'm still driving? Like, does it switch and like shut the car off because I'm fucking thinking about what I need to do in the next couple hours or, or thinking about, Oh fuck, the new creator just came out. I want to fucking download that or, 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 oh, fuck, I got this really rad joke joke that I'm trying to figure out. And, oh, that might be a good idea if I say it this way. Maybe it'll be funnier. Like, my mind is fucking on 30, 35 other planets while I'm driving. How is the Neuralink going to make sure that I am driving and not... And it doesn't interpret all the other shit that my mind is doing. Or if we get to the point where we're communicating with each other and 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 you're really in somebody's mind and you're vibing what they're what they're thinking about, you know, I don't know, man. I think that's some dangerous shit. I think some feelings are gonna get hurt because there's some shit that you don't say. There's some shit that you think, but you don't say. We've all been taught that. You can think it, but don't say it. I think of some wild shit, yo. I might fucking piss some people off if we're all neural linked up. And I think some something crazy about what you're doing and you fucking hear it in your fucking mind from my mind. It's fucking bananas, yo. I don't think it's going to work out, man. I think that's just scary. I, I don't... Uh, cut that shit out, fucking Elon. I don't think we need that in our lives. I think that's fucking that's too that's too that's too scary. 
I don't know, man. I don't know how that's just going to work out. So, like, is it going to be like a noise gate on there? And what I mean by a noise gate, so in, 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 in music, in recording, especially in recording, or you can have an, like an effects thing or whatever on a guitar or whatever. Like, there's certain little bypasses that you can make in the signal so that it filters out noise. So anything that doesn't sound like the thing that it's supposed to be, be it like extra noise on with the hands that they make on the strings, creating little crackles and little noises and stuff that's not kind of cool. They got these little these little things that will that'll act as a gate, like a like a like a strainer, and it'll keep the stupid shit out, and you only hear the good stuff. Uh, they do it on drums sometimes in a recording, so you don't hear bleed. Okay, so like if my tom. If the tom is mic'd and the snare drum is mic'd, they could put a gate on there so that the tom mic doesn't pick up the snare drum. It's not 100% foolproof or the overheads only pick, you know, the overheads will get a little bit of everything. But that hi-hat symbol mic, you only want to grab the hi-hat. So it's not going to grab all the other noise. It's not going to get the kick drum feed bleeding in there. Like I said, it's not 100%, but they have these things called noise gates that, prevent could we end up putting a gate some sort of noise gate on our thoughts so that you don't know that i'm making fun of them fucking stupid ass pants that you're wearing or you're not (laughs) the fucking wild thought i had about you know slamming your head into the fucking wall like you don't hear you don't hear that noise come out i wouldn't do it I would never do it and I would never say it. But if you say something stupid, if I vibe a neural link fucking wave from you and I fuck you dumb motherfucker, I'm gonna bash you in the head. Like, like how does it how do we not like we gotta be able to filter that shit out because we're gonna piss a lot of people off, man. It, that sounds like some fucking pandemonium. That's I don't I don't I don't know, man. I don't know. That's 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 that sounds like some fucking wild wild west type of technology that I don't think we need in our lives. I don't I I feel like that's going to do more damage than it's going to do good. Yeah, it's that time. We've reached the end. We've reached the end. The end. I don't know that song. Isn't there a, uh, the Doors have a song called The End? All right. Uh, rate, review, subscribe, please. Please go to wherever you uh, listen to the SBP and um, you know write up a little review, do a rating, make sure you are subscribed, um, and you know spread the word. I saw a fucking. I saw some little commercial saying that, hey, if you're uh, begging for this on your podcast, you're never going to gain an audience. And Click the link below, and I'll tell you the secrets to building an audience for your podcast. Fuck off. I'm not fucking clicking your link and paying you money to tell me to do some shit that I don't fucking want to do. Sure, I would love to gain a whole fuck ton of followers. 
But then at the same time, I don't want to put in the work to do it. That's fucking... <laughs> Can't it just happen naturally because I'm so good? People want to share and they want to fucking... They want to tell people... <laughs> oh, shout out to... Um, one Sean Williams in uh, in his Ink Spot podcast, who did make a post on social media uh, about the Sean Boyles podcast. I thank you for the spread of the love there. Um, all right, this week's earworm of the week. This week's earworm of the week is one of those earworms that I'm not stoked on. I'm sorry, I'm not happy about this one. This one is fucking in the head and I'm like and uh, I hear this song all the time I've seen this song performed live and um, I don't like it it's one of the songs I hear in the morning when my wife is getting ready for work she pulls out her iPad she goes into the bathroom Puts her iPad on playing music. Then she comes out with her iPad and sets it down while she's getting ready. She's doing her makeup or whatever. The iPad is playing music. And, or anytime she's playing music. Because I don't get, unless she's not home, I don't get to play the music I want to hear in the apartment. Which is fine. I could put on headphones and listen to the garbage that I like to listen to. And not disturb her. But these things keep her in a good mood. I am fine for that. But it does drive me a little batty. Especially be it that. That fucking white boy reggae shit that she likes. And um, this is one of those fucking songs. And this song has been stuck in my head. And I fucking dry. It's actually been bothering me. I'm almost almost upset about it. <laughs> um. This band is called Cashed Out. Cashed with a K, apostrophe D. They are from, I believe, Jacksonville, Florida. And um, it's white boy reggae shit, man. It's white boy reggae. These guys look like they're from Florida. Like, these guys look like Every type of white dude that you would buy weed from in Florida, that's what's in this band. Like, <laughs> well, I took my wife to see these guys play, and the fucking bass player wasn't wearing shoes, man. He's wearing a trucker hat and no shoes. It's like that. I don't know if those two things go together. Jeans, trucker hat. He's wearing jeans. He's got a trucker hat, a t-shirt with a weed leaf on it, and no shoes. It's, you know, just everybody in the band look like a white boy that you would buy weed from in Florida. Not that I know what a white boy would look like from Florida that you'd buy weed from, but everyone in this band looks like that. Ladies and gentlemen, this song is called Yes I by Cashed Out, Earworm of the Week, and I fucking hate it. Uh, (laughs) Be good. 
keep it dirty, and I'll see you fucksticks next week.
Yeah, the song stopped because I got a phone call right as the song was almost over. But does it really matter that we didn't hear that whole song? Because it fucking sucks. Stupid-ass white boy reggae bullshit-ass fucking fifth-grader fucking lyrics. (sighs) Fuck Stanton Avenue. Brought to you by Blowout Productions.